everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal, Sloby. With me, of course, my good friend, Devious Vacuum. What's up, gamers? My good friend, Polo Hoko. Hey. My good friend, Oren Ronan. Hey, everyone. My good friend, Turbo C. Hello. My, my good friend. Oh, that's it. Oh, Jim's, Jim's out sick. And or hung for possibly being a werewolf. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll know tonight. After the, I guess, yeah, I guess. the crow has yeah. a chance to check his body. Yeah, I'll check him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got him. Nice. In a in a game of six, how many? I guess there would have to be one werewolf and right one one human. <laughs> that wouldn't be very fun. <laughs> I think you'd figured it out pretty quick. <laughs> I um, they caught. This is a this is an interesting episode because, as you know, we were to, we were meant to read up to our first ending. You know. So, what the what the heck happened? When we last left off with our 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 hero Haruaki, um, Chami told him that God is scarier than death and left him overnight. <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> cool, cool, great. Um, and this game, this game, I I do appreciate at this point like how much it sets up Chami to be like. Like it's a scary murderer. Like it's just it just over and over and over again. It's like Chami's a scary murderer. Just kidding. <laughs> Chami's really fucked up. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so it's the morning of May fifteenth, and Yasunaga and Chiemi come to get Haraki, uh, and uh, so they're still alive. Haru is also there and and also still alive, and uh, they all they head to the dining hall. All of my suspects are still alive. Yeah, Kaori's still alive. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Kaori's still alive, but but acting really creepy. Yeah, she's yeah. she's not doing good. And uh, Haraki goes outside to talk to Haru privately, and um, they they look around and they they guess that that uh, Takumi must be dead because otherwise he would be there with Kaori already this morning, and. Um, they go to get uh, Tai, and uh, she's like, "Hold on, I need to get dressed." And while they're while they're waiting, uh, they he finally gets to have a heart to heart with with Haru, who's still mad at him for liking Chiemi <laughs> or whatever because of the love triangle. And uh, and he talks to her more about about like what's going on, and he's like, "Why, you know?" He's like, "We can still escape, like we can still leave," and she says uh no we can't and and he's like well but you tried to leave like and she but you just you just got hurt but like we can we can still make it and she's like it wasn't an accident something like she's saying like something prevented her escape and uh but she still doesn't believe in in kami she still doesn't believe in god (laughs) (laughs) so whatever that means um Mm -hmm. and uh they find mako the little girl um, they knock on uh, Rikako's door, and she doesn't answer. But there's like rustling noises coming from inside. Yeah, so they assume like she's getting ready or something. Yeah, and uh, Kinosuke shows up. He's he's also alive. Great, and uh, <laughs> he talks like he expected uh, Tai to die. Uh, like I don't know. Again, like this is another character that just is really suspicious, but is was actually human the whole time. He's just like an asshole. <laughs> I'm so mad he was human the entire time. <laughs> the, 
this is me. Kinosuke is me when I play uh, Dengen Werewolf, uh, where I play um, the, the the gremlin boy, and uh, and get suspected <laughs> on round one and executed immediately. Yeah, I like this character because he is he's very forceful, and the things that he says make sense. But he's also just like a huge asshole. It's like he reminds me of Edgeworth. Haruaki pointed out at one point that he, he, he makes sense, but he just says things in the worst possible way, so people hate him. Yeah, and he has this line where it's like, this is a communication game, so you could be entirely right about everything, and you could have the best intuition, but if you can't communicate yourself properly and can't convince people, then you're worthless. I mean, he does have a point. He is worthless, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, kind of, yeah. Yeah. What a... Yeah. He isn't able to, like, help anybody or save anybody. He's also obsessed with with Rikako for some reason. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a lot. Those blue bloods. There's too many love triangles in this game. I mean, but also <laughs> I love it. I love that there's so many love triangles in this game. There's only like fucking 15 people in this whole game, and there's like six love triangles. It's great. I love it. Love to see it. Uh, that that would happen in a village with 15 people yeah. in it. I think. <laughs> and they're all bad at communication. It is. It is just a you know. TV drama because it is that few people. Maybe that's what Shania is trying to teach them all, is how to talk to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Endless time loops and violence. Shania's not a great teacher, I'm not, you know. (laughs) Also bad at communicating. Mmm. Yes, good (sighs) point. Maybe this is going to be a big intervention for God at the end of it. (laughs) So they find Takami. They go to his house and they find his body. He has been shot with a rifle. He has been shot five times. One of them was in the head. It's uh, Nosato and Haruki at this point. They they sent Haru back with with Meko, I think. Yes. And the the, the two men go in there and they, they find his body and uh, Haraki does his detective routine, and and he goes find me someone who you know knows about guns. And Chemi arrives. He does. He does throw up this time, so he's sensitive to gore, at least somewhat. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but then he continues on with it. I was mad at this. I was mad at this reveal because it blows a hole in my theory about Takumi being a wolf. Yeah, it's it. It appears it appears that he was honest, and that was a bad yeah. move. He, he was just stupid. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chiemi uh, helps him figure out like where the weapon was fired from, and that there were full bu- five bullets. And you know, it's just Chiemi being suspicious for no reason again. And but she's like, I mean, I have a hunting license. Like, you know, everybody knows how to hunt here. Everybody knows how to use a gun. Um, but also, she was like. She's kind of like, it wouldn't have taken me five shots to kill him. So so maybe somebody who wasn't as used to using a a gun. Also, they noted that it was shot at like a low angle. Yeah, so the person who shot it maybe was short. It doesn't arrow it down because there are still children and an old woman. Everyone is smaller than him, though. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was pretty big. Yeah. So Haraki is still like, okay, like somebody got shot. and There's a fucking gun here. Like this is... This was killed. They were killed by mundane means. Like they were not killed by supernatural means. Like somebody just killed them. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then Chami, like her eyes, like get dark, and she's like, "But no one can escape God." And it's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I love her ominous existentialism in this entire thing. Yeah. Terrifying. 
Like, and, and he, and like, how are you just like, he doesn't even like, he's like, that's creepy. But I know that if I ask, like, if he asks her about it, she's not going to, she's not going to explain it to him. So <laughs> that's creepy, but I still like her. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's into it. He's a weird guy. Is he though? I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's there's, like, <laughs> there's a point in the next reading. That's really, really good about him being a weirdo that I'm excited to talk about later. My goth girlfriend, but she's goth on the inside. <laughs> and uh, she's um she what is she, she a uh, very like manic pixie dream girl but for you know guys who Resident Evil is their favorite game or in violent death games yeah I mean obviously his favorite ga- video game is the re- his favorite video game series is Resident Evil because he looks like Leon Kennedy <laughs> on <laughs> he dyed his hair to look oh, more like yeah. Leon Kennedy you're right actually I didn't that's right you know what it starts to make sense now. Because when he does these little detective spiels, he's, you know, he shows like lateral thinking. And later on, when they're discussing what went on, you know, who said what in the feasts, it, like he's smart, but he's, you know. He doesn't, yeah, it's funny because like he didn't, he definitely doesn't come across as smart at the beginning of it, but like he's definitely like kind of figured out. Maybe not the whole game, obviously, but like he kind of knows like, okay, this person could be lying because of this. Like he'll later on like explain the metagame sort of thing that's going on here. He's good at games. He's a gamer. Yeah, yeah he yeah, comes yeah. off as person as somebody that was just sucked into the game world and he just is a master of the game. He's extremely analytical. After the looping, I expect him to get more detached, but like now that he hasn't like looped back around again, this is still the first time. It's still like he still shows, yeah, I don't know, he's a graduate student. It's easy for him to sort of step back and be more detached from and analytical about the situation. Well, and it's also pretty easy for him to be detached because they're literally excluding him from all the votes and stuff like that. So he he's like not even a factor in a way. Yeah, he's technically not participating in this. Yeah. And he's he's an outsider. He doesn't know these people very well. Um, so they they go they carry Takumi's body to drop him into the river. And Chiami starts spontaneously giving like a eulogy about him. And um, then they finally drop the body into the river and there's no splash. Hmm. Spooky. They say he just kept falling into hell. Yeah, just straight to hell. Or something, something straight, very ominous like that. Yeah. Although I imagine Yomi is like more like darkness than like fire. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, they mentioned Yomi and Hell a couple times in this, like, as separate entities. Yomi is the Japanese, Japanese mythology version of Hell. I'm not actually sure what it's like. What did you describe it as? I'm going to read about it. So if it's, if it's from the mist, right? Like, if it's from the mist, it seems more like, oh, it's like a dark... If there was fire on the other side of the mist, that would be odd. Yeah, it seems more like darkness and suffocating and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. At least in this game. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, because there's all different interpretations, like Norse Hell, which I think is like, and I'm going by God of War here, so please don't think I'm an expert. But, you know, like Norse Hell is like frozen, right, is the idea. So it's like, it could be that like, it's Buddhist, right? This like Buddhist Hell, I think. Isn't like Yomi like from the Buddhist like Land of the Dead or Darkness? You know? I don't know. I thought I thought they said that, but I could be wrong. I'm going to have to look this up now so I don't sound like a total. They do talk more about the religion, uh, but it's, I mean, I don't think it's. It's more like trying to compare it to things that exist to like give it to like try to understand it. Okay, so so I've consulted with an expert from Wikipedia called Wikipedia, 
in yeah, Yomi is uh, Japanese for Land of the Dead, World of Darkness. It's Shinto mythology. That, Shintoism, uh, yeah, that's it. Shinto. Uh, that's yeah, it's comparable to Hades or Sheol. But I'll I'll, I'll keep reading. Anyway. Yeah, I, I can tell you though that in the next in one of the next readings they are going to like really discuss Shinto mythology and how it relates to these mythologies. So like, oh, this is real. This is legit. Le- le- we did our homework <laughs> here. Here it is for all of you. You're reading a visual novel. You, you get to have something explained to you that you didn't know about. <laughs> Actually, I have a question for Oren. Yeah. So Yomi Bito is the name for like a person from hell. Yeah. Right. Now, the Bito, I know person is Hito. Is it's the same Bito's, word. It's the same yes. word. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so in in Japanese, when you put two words together, then the the first sound can sometimes change. Oh, that's right. Because having the the two sounds next to each other would sound stilted unless it was a B, right? Yeah. So they return to uh, Rikako's house, and uh, Kyunosuke is still there. Nosato, he's still there, uh, waiting. He hasn't, he hasn't knocked on the door because he's so concerned with being proper to the girl he has a crush on. And um, finally, they're like, oh, something must be wrong. And so they're, uh, so Haraki grabs an axe uh, just to make this like a real zombie movie and is about to break down the door when it opens a little bit. They have like this pop up images for all the weapons in the game. Yeah, like item get. <laughs> just like Resident Evil. <laughs> No, I, I think it's going to be like you, you have to to like pay attention to to what weapons are and and where they are, and maybe that will help with the with the puzzle. Ah, to make choices going forward. I was thinking like pick a weapon to survive the night, and like whatever <laughs> the other person tries to attack you with, with like a rock paper scissors. It's a lot of weapons in this reading for sure. Like we've identified a lot of weapons in this village. <laughs> Um, so she opens the door and when he gets close, she like grabs him and try- and like grabs his neck and tries to choke him. And she suddenly has this like superhuman strength and she looks like some kind of monster. Like it's hard to tell um, what exactly is going on with her. Looks like she's almost covered entirely in blood. Yeah. Like the hand is all red. She's like screaming and growling. Yeah, so she's like a zombie now, or something similar. And so they say, oh, she she's a Yomi... Tae says she's a Yomibito. She um, must have either broken a law or, t- like, touched, taken in too much of the corruption. And so she has become corrupted. So, I mean, this is most likely that she was the one that killed one or both of the people yesterday. Right. I'm I'm in. I think that's it. Oh yeah, I guess we don't we don't really know. Even after all every, after after this whole reading, we don't totally know. Yeah, that's never really discovered in this route. Yeah, who stabbed the old man in Mochi? Yeah. That's true. We can Well, I mean to be I guess yeah, I guess we don't have to know per se just because we're going to do another loop of it at some point presumably, right? Yeah. I mean just just basing off the fact that like it killing them was breaking the rules of the game and they have to be punished in some way. It fits that she was somehow the one that did it. It yeah. doesn't make any sense with like the personality or why, but I'm sure we'll find out in another cycle. Yeah, there's also the case that if she'd have broken a rule, she she didn't get turned into goo like the other people did. She just got like corrupted. 
So it's like there's different levels of punishment. So it's like a minor, a minor, rule, minor punishment. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't kill. It wasn't so the rule that she broke wasn't killing someone. It was something more minor. I mean, is, is minor really what we're going with? I mean, it's pretty major, right? She's like, well, she's. Bu- it's arguable which one is worse. I don't, there's Kinoske says something interesting. He says, like, right around this time, he says um, that a, like, the wolf is a corrupted guardian and a Yomibito is a corrupted human. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was, was an interesting way of putting it. Um, sure. So that she was human, but she did something. I don't know. Why would she kill them? She's so, she's so, like, harmless. So... Well, one of the things, I mean, you know, I don't know if we want to get it, but like one of the things we're going to learn is like the human, like uh, there's sort of a meta game going on where people have their opinions on, you know, it's not just humans versus wolves, basically. Right. Because people like sort of have their own sort of like, no, no, no. But what if the wolves are good or whatever? So it could be her like sort of playing the meta game of I'm going to go ahead and kill who maybe I think are the wolves so that it'll clear out both. of the, You know what I mean? Like, so it's like. I, I don't I, we don't even have to have night two and someone else have to die. I'll sacrifice myself because I know for sure that I don't know. I'm just making this up. Obviously, like the old man is definitely a wolf. So we got him anyway. But if Mochi wanted to go with him, I bet he's the other wolf. So oh, wait, Mochi. No. Yeah, it was Mochi. Yeah, Mochi, even though Mochi was confirmed to be a monkey, though. So why yeah, would you see with a child? So the child, child who is, right. might be manipulated. I could, but like that's a huge leap. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. I guess, but that's just my point. Is that like yeah. maybe for some reason she is purposely operating outside the rules of the game because she has some sort of motivation for that. Here's my theory, and of course this is based off particularly nothing except the very few uh, relationships that are established in this game. I think the actual wolves uh, talk to her. And said, "Hey, if you do this, we'll make sure Mako make is one of the people surviving at the end, or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was very protective of Mako. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, especially considering who the wolves were. Um, which I mean, you've read it if you're listening. So if Taie was, you know, being the wolf, like maybe she would have listened to her as the like village elder." that she would have thought, oh, we do have the ability to protect her. Yeah, there is like an interesting metagame going on because it is good for the wolves for people to break the rules. Like it allows the game to proceed. It gets, it it basically lets you get rid of a target without having to actually sacrifice your kill, which there's a lot of intrigue going on with like people wanting to protect other people or wanting, um, you know, certain things and the wolves are, are kind of in the background. They're directly killing, but they're also indirectly killing and working against other people. Mm-hmm. That's inter- well, maybe we'll find out more later. I just think it's interesting that there's there's like a meta of, you know, we want these people to break the rules, actually. We're not strictly limited to the rules of the game. The punishment for breaking the rules is, actually, I mean, assuming that it's it's death all the time which as we can guess from this is maybe not the truth but the punishment of death for breaking the rules is actually very detrimental yeah and pretty extreme it's basically like the werewolf game equivalent of like making it such that making like disqualifying other players yes 
Yes. You're de- you're DDoSing the other players. Yeah, like forcing somebody else to peek or something. Yeah, that, which, I mean, like, yeah, if you were playing this in real life and somebody broke the rules on purpose, then you'd be like, you're, you're not allowed to play with us anymore. All right. Or even just like, hey, oh, you saw who the werewolf is, like, before we were ready or something, so you technically had to sit out this round, you know? Yeah. Except in this, they die. Yeah, right, well. <laughs> they yeah. actually die. It's not even sit out around, it's just you lost, you're out. Doesn't Haruaki say at some point that if this was a tabletop game, he would have, like, kicked the GM yeah. by now? Yeah, he would have punched <laughs> yeah. the GM. That's my favorite line. He says that, I think, around the reveal. So uh, then uh, Haraki gets more time to talk to Haru and he asks her, like, what's the deal with Rikeko? Like, what's why was she, why is she here? But she won't talk about it. And uh, then he asks uh, about Mochi, who uh, who died and didn't get a eulogy. And, and she talks about him and how Mochi and, and Yasunaga were, you know, so close. We're at the point where she was kind of jealous and um, and he encourages her to go be with Yasunaga because like she wants to and even if she thinks that ultimately he's going to end up with Chiemi like now she might as well go for it right because they're all going to die um and uh then he goes and talks to Chiemi and Chiemi says who are your main suspects and he says Haru and Yasunaga (laughs) are my main suspects and um, this that's when stuff starts to really go off, I think, because it starts becoming more and more clear that, like, Yasunaga has to be one of the wolves, because otherwise, why isn't he dead? Like, why hasn't he been targeted? Um, and, uh, that, man, that's fucked up. This is a fucked up game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's exactly what happens in um, Werewolf and Danger Werewolf, where it's like, okay, why was this person not attacked? They, they're clearly the most powerful person on the board. Yeah, but in, in this in this game, um, where you know, it's not it's they, it chose like it chose like a teenager to like be a you know, it was like, hey, God said you need to be a serial killer because you're real smart and so you're gonna be real good at it. Yeah, I mean the two people that end up being werewolves are the most vocal and the least vocal, which in I think even someone says in normal circumstances would put them would be the immediately suspicious ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Haraki starts like working backwards, and he's like, "Since Takami wasn't protected by the spider, assuming that the spider was protecting Takami every night, that means the spider has been killed." And so he like works backwards and is like, "It's probably Kanzo because he was uncharacteristically quiet um, during the the first feast um, when he's normally very he was normally very mm-hmm. forward, and and it might be because he." felt like he didn't want to out his role because it would make him a target and then he wouldn't be able to save anyone. Um, and and he also thinks that, that Rikako must have killed uh, Mochi and the old man and that's why she, she became corrupted. I think that, yeah. So maybe we'll find out more about her going forward and like why, why she might do that. Um, I hope so, considering she was, like, the one that talked to us for the tutorial. She's also on the title screen of the game. <laughs> yeah, she's the tutorial. Yeah, she she's probably important. So what's her deal? Yeah, the, the, the title screen is, like, uh, uh, um, Chiami and her. Yeah. And Haruaki. Well, well, isn't Hint Sheep technically Mako? Because she keeps saying bah, and we were like, you know. I don't know. I've never seen Mako smoke yet. Mako is a sheep. I don't know what relationship with Hint Sheep is. Yeah. I mean, look, they sm- 
they smoke young in other countries, okay? <laughs> I'm going to guess that at some point it's revealed that the sheep is like another guardian role. Yeah, maybe she's like an Ayakashi. This is where Meiko draws that um, uh, picture in the, in the on the ground where she draws oh, cattle yeah. and she says she's one of the cattle. Yeah, she's a sheep. And she draws herself with four legs. Yeah. Yeah. And she tells a story to Haraki that sounds a lot like she lived on a real farm that was attacked by a normal wolf or like a normal pack of wolves in the way that would ha- like happens in real life. And she was like, I had to, I had to run away because like the, the place where she lived, the farm that she lived on was attacked by wolves. And she was like, I ran, I've had to run for a long time, which makes it sound like almost like a very plausible, uh, not not too plausible, but like somewhat plausible explanation where like she and her family lived in some rural place and they got attacked either by wolves or by bandits or something. And she ran away and like just ran off into the woods mm-hmm. and just like kept walking and eventually found Yasumizu for some reason. But it doesn't line up with any of the other sort of things that we know so far about how isolated Fujiyoshi is. Like, yeah. if she was on a farm, like, where where was that? Like, how you know, they don't talk about there being any settlements within two hours' drive of where they are. I'm definitely feeling some, like, white-haired girl vibes from her or something like that. Yeah. I think, I my guess is that, like, the entire Meiko thing is going to be one of the last things we're going to learn in the game. <laughs> yeah. The end. That's interesting. Um... So, um, they, when they return to the dining hall, Hiroki still agrees not to eat any of the food. Um, and he, oh, oh my god. Everyone makes fun of him for it, too. Yeah, he says he has allergies. Yeah, and everyone's like, allergies? And, oh yeah, and then Taiba's like... Yeah, you should just eat through your allergies. That'll, that'll do it. And he's like... <laughs> To, to himself in the narration, he's like, "That's a really dangerous thing to say. Like that, that would actually kill someone. I can't believe she said that." Like, <laughs> I like that Haraki has this kind of inner monologue where he goes from that kind of thought was like, "Well, you're just trying to murder me at that point," but then he has this other weird thought where it's like, "Well, they're actually trying to cure allergies by injecting allergens by you know that's what doctors say." It's like, where did this come from? What? <laughs> It's like such a like I have to go home for Thanksgiving and one of my relatives is anti-vax like like that kind of thing where you're like you don't respond but in your head you're like that's wrong and here's why you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue about this right now but this person's wrong like he has this little conversation in his head after that yeah God it was a debate almost yeah every Facebook every Facebook post you scroll past yeah but anyway exactly. <laughs> So he goes to get Yasunaga and Haru, and he he knows like that she was he sent her to like go confess to him or whatever. So he's like, I'm gonna make it myself real loud just in case they're like making out or confessing their love or whatever. And he then he's <laughs> right. So he shows up, and they both are like, oh, and they're like, you didn't see anything, did you? And um, and he's like, I sure didn't. I was loud on purpose. Every I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, okay. Besides, you, he. So there's two things I want to point out. First, he's he's like, besides, he, no no sane person would be doing something like that in the circumstances that we're in. And they're like, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, the other thing I want to point out is that um, 
what uh, Yasu says that they're up there for was looking for an old apron or something like that. And yeah. when we were theorizing last time about um, the the murder of the old man and uh, the kid, they said that someone probably used an apron to cover the blood splatters. Haruaki brings it up in his uh, talk with Chiemi that maybe uh, Rikako killed them and used an apron to cover the blood. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, I, I noticed this uh, uh, especially because um, they were using a word for apron in Japanese they didn't know, so I had to look it up. And then it came <laughs> up again over here. So, and it's, mm. uh, the, the things are very close together. So I noticed that both things mentioned an apron. Mm. Yeah, because there's so few things in this town. Like, there's only one. And if it's not there, then it got moved. Yeah, that's that's a neat, neat point. Yeah. But I also don't want to say that... Um, Haruaki, I think he's, he's wrong when he's saying no one in the, the rant mind would do that in this situation. Yeah, we're this is about, your only chance. We're talking about two teenagers, yeah, in a, in a death situation. Well, not only that, but isn't isn't he kind of doing this in that situation <laughs> with, like, Yemi, you know? <laughs> so the pot calling the kettle black. He's, yeah. he's, he's sort of looking at the camera and winking when he says this. Yeah. Yeah, but especially, like, to 16-year-old <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah. So he went, they, they head back downstairs and suddenly uh, Kyunosuke, like, has, he has gotten up and thrown his plate onto the floor. And, and uh, Haraki's like, oh, God, what kind of drama is this? What kind of <laughs> bullshit is about to happen? And then he starts yelling and he says that uh, there's wolfsbane in the soup. Kaori has attempted to poison all of them. And we're like, what the fuck? Whoa, hold on. What do you mean? And he's like, and everyone like is like, stop eating. Stop, you know, did, did Mako have any? No, nobody. And and he's like, what are you doing trying to poison all of us? And uh, Kaori loses it. She snaps. She pulls out a knife. The knife still has poison on it from the, the wolfsbane or aconite that she chopped. And... Um, so she's, but she's, she's not a wolf because a wolf wouldn't be like, ha yeah, you're right. I'm going to kill all of you. So she just, she just lost it. Um, and, uh, you have a, you have a choice about how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, yeah, you can like tackle her or find something yeah. as a weapon. And-, and you shouldn't tackle someone with a knife. I mean, that, that one's really easy. <laughs> yeah. But if you do tackle her, you like die immediately. Yeah. yeah. She stabs you and you die. And Haruaki talks about how he's not really the athletic type. And you die thinking about what a bad choice that was. (laughs) But but wait, she stabs you in the back, which also kind of means like she threw you off, you know, or Haruaki off. You know what I mean? Like, not even like I I got her, but then she got me with her free hand because how could she not? It was also it was like there was a struggle. I also lost the struggle. So it's like, oh, Haruaki, you did this (sighs) totally wrong. It It was also like... He says he says like he feels the poison like immediately. Oh uh, yeah. So I was I was actually trying to find like how poisonous is actually wolfsbane, and it's not actually very easy to find that out. Like all the effects documented <laughs> were just like yeah, it's poisonous. It'll kill you. <laughs> well, you're on like a watch list now. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Like, how poisonous? Like what's the dosage I need? I feel like we had this conversation about strychnine a long time ago. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> Did we? I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, during Danganronpa. Sorry, Strike Nine. Strike Nine, yeah, Strike That's Nine. Right, yeah. Oh, video, visual novel book club memories. If only Jim were here and not poisoned by Wolfsbane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they so so 
if you choose to get a weapon, then then Haraki grabs a chair and he rushes her with a chair and knocks her over and basically like pins her under the chair and they take the knife away. They knock the knife away and uh, they tie her up and she's like screaming the whole time and um, Taie says that she has also become a Yomebito, um, which is interesting looking back because if, if they blackmailed Rikako and they also then Yasunaga convinced Kaori to do this obviously because she's mom and um, so so she's like covering for these things that they force these people to do by saying like oh it's the corruption she's become a Yomi Bito um, but they're the ones that made these people do these things I also want to say like when she did her heel turn and showed like the crazy face and all like that I was like yes this is everything that I said last <laughs> session it's like she's totally a wolf. This is this is her now, and and then of course it's not. Yeah. The pictures in this reading were really good too. Like they're creepy pictures. She's very creepy. She's very creepy as as stabby mom. Stab I, mom. I do like yeah. It's it's it it goes hard in a way that I didn't expect. Like where all these characters can like totally lose it, and it. Um, I think it's it's gonna make it so that we're more detached from them in future loops. Right. Well, it's also these readings go by pretty quickly. Like there are little sections where, honestly, I don't care for the sections where it's just like Haruaki and um, GME like talking and developing their relationship. I like the kind of <laughs> I like the kind of where they where they get where they get to like okay, this person's about to break or they're this person's scheming or, or this person's dead and, and I don't want any of this lovey dovey shit. Get to glass trial, fuckers. Well, it's just I'm sorry, I don't care for any of this love triangle shit. I just, it doesn't resonate with but me. But you, you gotta, like, that's the whole point of, like, I want to give a shit about these people and hope they don't die, right? Otherwise, it's just like, gee, I hope it's not that old lady who I know nothing or care nothing about. Spoiler, it is. But, you know, um... <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I gotta perfect my run. That's that's all the loop is for, is maximizing, min-maxing your run of this game of werewolf. Yeah, it's, the, I skip plot to save time. I think that Tae has survived previous times, and and she survived because she was also the wolf in previous times. Oh, so she's she's just the the best werewolf player there. Yeah, yeah that's that's what I think. IMO, IMHO, um, and that's. Uh, but but she might have also been the human in in previous times and and survived by killing the wolf. I don't know, but I'm suspicious. Actually, you know what? Now that you say that. People ask her in the beginning, have you been through this before? And she's like, no, but maybe she's only saying that because she's the wolf and she doesn't want them to know. Or maybe it was more like, no. (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) Sorry. Or maybe she's just full of shit constantly. Like even that line about the old man being old when she was young is just nonsense. It's like, I remember, I remember. Yeah, who knows? Because she's a wolf. So she could have been lying the whole time. We don't know. Yeah. Um, another thing that's like gonna be funny about like Kyrie doing this this I'm evil turn is like the next session that we go through and she acts perfectly normal the entire time. Yeah, and and that inherently is gonna be suspicious to me now. Mm-hmm. I can I can see where it's it's setting up for the second loop, where I mean I don't want to get too far ahead, but at the end we're like, well, it would be nice if I was actually involved in this game. Because this whole, you know, I've just been reacting to things that have happened. So the next loop, next loop being actually involved in the game is probably why 
we get to the point where different people are werewolves and stuff. Newest newest YouTube series, Haraki reacts to, to werewolf. <laughs> like, I, I like how Pola phrased it. Uh, he doesn't say it like this, where it's like, it'd be nice if I were involved in the feast. Like, that would be fun. You know? Like, it's fun. You know, it seems okay. I know I'm an outsider and everything. <laughs> Fucking FOMO over the murder game. Yeah, he literally does, though. He literally does feel that way. <laughs> like, I guess it's fine they didn't invite me. You know, I, I, you know, I just came all this way to the village. But you know, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. You got your thing. <laughs> you guys have fun without me. So they they go to the they go to the feast and um, they vote to at first they vote to hang uh, Rikako. But then, yeah. uh, which is hard because Nosato is like, I, you know, he he's in love with her. So he's like, but wait. Um, and uh, he's like, but wolves, wolves can't become Yomibito. So that proves that she's human. And so we shouldn't we shouldn't waste a, a kill on her. Yeah. The argument is whether to kill uh, Rikako or Kaori. Because those are both yeah. of the people who like are useless now. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting situation because you've got two targets, which one of them is almost not confirmed to be a werewolf, but they're also both useless and, in fact, detrimental to like the rest of the feast. Um, and since Haraki's not there, Chiemi is there to say what he said, which is that that she suspects that that Yasunaga or or Haru. Um, or 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 Kaori, so she's like on that on that side. But she finally, I think she finally says that she suspects Yasunaga of being the wolf, and and he's like, oh, how could you? Like <laughs> he he also what? does this thing of like, I how could you? But also I understand if this is the game after all. And he 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 acts all level headed about it at first. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that was him really get back because her entire argument was. You're this logical, cool-headed person. You and you've been doing things that have gone completely against that. Chiami here is like it, it's like she suddenly wakes up because at the beginning of the, the feast she was like you know like God is scary um, face, <laughs> and then um, a sprite also changes. Her eyes change, and it's like she wakes up and realizes that she needs to do something. Yeah, maybe she was feeling like she couldn't change anything. No matter how hard she tried. I have a suspicion that Chiemi may also be looping in some respect, which is why she can't explain how she's feeling and, like, has these particular reactions. Like, I wonder if even she is, she has looped to the point where she feels like she can't change anything that happens. Yeah, and that might explain her, um, her misgivings about god what what you just said is spoilers for for, for another like very famous game by the way which i'm not going to mention <laughs> about someone looping so much that they think they can change anything is it steins gate <laughs> no okay. no um <laughs> i don't think it's something you played but it's a groundhog we know what i'm talking about <laughs> punxatani phil you bastard uh-huh. Which game did we play that didn't that actually hated Groundhog? Oh, it was it was Science Gate. It was Science Gate. The yeah. girl from the future didn't like Groundhog Day. Um, so Chiemi's argument here against uh, Yasu is it's pretty interesting because a lot of like Yasu's argument against Rikiko bases a lot of around the um, uh, mythology of it, and she she points out like 
you know, you're a logical, cool-headed person, you wouldn't be basing all of this stuff around mythology and stuff like that. And it kind of makes sense because they're jumping to a lot of conclusions around what, you know, the mythology means in these scenarios when they have no proof. And in actuality, their only real example of this is Tae, who we know now is in on it, at least for this round. And um, yes, Anaka tries to explain himself here by like uh, um, pretending to break down and, and saying it's just all emotional now because his mother is about to get killed, which Chiemi also doesn't really believe. Yeah. It makes me wonder a lot how y- uh, Yoshi died. Like, I, I, I've, I, my headcanon of it is that he confronted his brother, I think. That he, because it's his, it's his brother. Like they've known each other their whole lives, and he must have suspected that something was was off and had some sort of con- confrontation. That's that's what I think. Let's see what happens next. So so despite all, you know, so all the the arguing comes down to it. Doesn't it come down to it comes down to Mako again, doesn't it? And she votes for mm-hmm. the scary lady. Yeah, votes for Kaori. And it's it's uh, I mean doesn't help them either way. So they vote to hang uh, hang Kaori, and um, then after this, uh, after they after Haraki sees that they've chosen her as uh, as the the person to kill, he is like, Mika, we're we're gonna escape tomorrow. We're out of here. Like I don't. This is they've lost. Like it's already over. And. Um, Everybody, like, I guess everybody sees him say that, so, like, they understand that, that that's his plan. And uh, he goes goes back. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't like, stay for the hanging or anything like that. He doesn't see it. Um, he goes back to his room, and he gets ready to, like, escape tomorrow um, by doing some cool moves. All, all, all he does is give Mako all of the remaining food and tell him. <laughs> yeah, like, so... I don't like some parts of this game. I don't like the kind of tonal whiplash because we're going from this very kind of like dire, like this woman was just hanged. She was a mother. It's it's the the mood is very down. And then we go into Haruaki doing stupid jujitsu moves to like and singing this stupid song. And I just don't think it meshes very well. He sings the whole song. Every day, I open bomb slam. Like, <laughs> yeah, Danganronpa into the he <laughs> He's doing all the moves along with the main character. Leon S. Kennedy. <laughs> That's it. Yep. 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 So, yeah, that was not. That was not good. That was like I. It was cringy for sure. And uh, so Chiemi can hear him through the wall, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and um, and he says. Why don't you come in and, and tell me the truth about what's going on? And she tries to finally tries to explain to him what she is experiencing or what she's sensing. And um, she keeps saying, like, it's because of it's because of God. It's because of Kami that we can't that we can't attain happiness. And he's sort of trying to get at, like, what is she really describing? Like, is she describing sort of another sense that she has that she feels that um that she can't, like, she can't just, you know, you can't describe, like, what it feels like to have that sense to someone who doesn't have it. And um, she starts to panic as she is trying to explain it. 
and he's like, is 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 God like a, a state of being? Like, is it? Are you talking about something like that's not like a an entity? And um, and as they as things sort of start to come to a height, uh, suddenly they they turn toward the or she's looking behind him, and he turns around, and in the place of the door, it's as it, the door is open, and there's a figure in the doorway who um, appears to be. A Yomibito, someone who's covered with bandages and their face is covered by a triangular oh, yeah. cloth. And they look like uh, sort of a, like almost like a stereotypical kind of looking creature, like a, a person who's wrapped in bandages, got a bandage in front of their face. Oh, it's like some kind of zombie, like some kind of right. thing. And it says, um, it like basically yells at them and tells them that they should follow the rules. It's like there's such inconsistent punishments, you know, it's like either you you you're goo or you're a zombie or you just get like a little like, hey, hey, pals, <laughs> knock it off. Would you bring that up to the creature at your door? Would you be like, hey, what's going on with why did this person get turned into goo and the other person didn't? He would if he had a chance. Look, it's this kind of disparity that makes it a raging loop, okay? If otherwise, it's just, like, kind of an angry loop. But it's, like, nothing even here makes sense or is consistent. So, um, Chiami reacts to this by, like, getting, like, kind of almost fainting. And, uh, and so he turns and looks at her to, like, see if she, to, like, catch her, see if she's okay. And then when he looks back at the door, it's, it's the normal door again that's closed and as if nothing had happened. Um, Mm. that has to be someone we've seen, though, right? It has to be someone in disguise. I was thinking that it was um, Rikoko. Because mm. if, if, if he said he can't figure out if it's uh, a man or a woman. Yeah. And it could be it could be one of the teens, right? So where, Which would make it more ambiguous. Like, it could have been Haru. But I, I like the idea that it's Rikoko because, like, it's, like, intersects with, like, her role as well. Like, as, like, the the whatever priestess type role that she seems to have in this village. Yeah, it's sort of channeling some otherworldly spirits. Yeah. And she was the one who was like the most progress on the way to her like transformation of becoming a Yomibito. It's interesting. I still don't really understand what her role was exactly because they talk about her taking in too much of the corruption or touching too much of the corruption. Yeah. And it's like, what what was she doing? Perhaps we will... we will find more about that later. But she's she's like a, a a mystery so far. Like we don't even really understand why she's here. Like why right. she why did she come here as as the head of the house of Uematsu? Like was she was she sent here because she she claims she sent here because she like belongs here or she wanted to be here. What does that mean? <laughs> like was she banished here? Like is is this house like being like pushed out of power or like is did she want? And what is like dispersing the corruption entail? Yeah, is this like the the final blow to the corruption? Like what? I don't know. <laughs> the final blow to the corruption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we got to send in the big title guns to the now. Game. Yeah. Like so, we're gonna send in like the head of the house of. I, I don't know. It doesn't. It seems so too dangerous for for her to be sent there, like for a good reason. Or maybe it's like one of those things where she was sent there to sacrifice. I think so. I think it was something like that. She, she it was. I think it was some power move or something. And but she seems to like. I think she's just the type of person that inter- internalizes it 
So she just like was like, no, I belong here because I fucked up. Yeah. I see. But we'll see. I could, I could um, see that, yeah. So, oh, Haraki takes uh, Chami back to her room and he says, I'm going to escape tomorrow with Mako and you're going to you're going to come with me. We'll take anybody else who wants to come. And uh, and she's like, oh, like, you know, she's like, oh, every, anybody else? And they like kind of joke with each other. And he's like, well, no, you have to come. And she's like, well, I don't know. Um, if I want to do that, unless like basically unless we're dating, and, and he's like, okay, do you want to go out with me? And she says yes, and he says, okay, we're dating now. <laughs> he's also like, I normally I wouldn't even bring Mako, but I, you know, I have to keep my word on that part. Yeah, yeah. it'd be pretty fucked up if a kid died. Is basically all he says. He's kind of expecting to die, right? Like for breaking the rules and letting them escape. Like he's kind of sacrificing himself. Or am I? Did I read that wrong? He already knows that they lost. So yeah, like he, he's in this weird situation where he's like, "Well, the choices that I'm making are probably going to lead me to die, but I'll just try to die in a way that doesn't hurt so bad, or in a way that gives me some information." Like he still doesn't want to die because dying sucks, but he kind of accepts that he has to. Or I'm, I'm going to die. I might as well die for something rather than just get killed by a werewolf. Right. Yeah. And he's also like, we don't really know that you can't escape. It's just, you know, might as well try it, I guess. Yeah, it's that or die. You might, yeah. We know if we, if we stay here, we die for sure. So let's, let's at least try. Exactly. So he goes to sleep. He wakes up the next morning and r- recalls again his encounter with the Yomi Bito. Um, and as he's, as he's getting ready, he thinks to himself, so the wolf is, and then dot, dot, dot. And uh, uh, w- one more thing before we went to sleep uh, during that discussion with Chiemi about uh, taking him out. I think this happened at least during this time. She she says something uh, kind of a little disturbing, she, but she's just like, hey, if I die tonight, you know, take oh, yeah. at least some part of me out of here. That's right. Yeah. So um, they all head to the, so hit him and, and Chiami wake up the next morning and they they go to check on uh, Yasu and Haru and their uh, dorms are open they're unlocked no one's there there's no body so they're just gone um, they go to get Mako and she, her room is also open and she's gone um, so they finally head to the the hall uh, where they find Tae Haru Yasu and Mako. Um, which confirms that uh, Nosato was killed, Kinosuke was killed, and um, so it pretty much confirms uh, Haraki's suspicions that uh, Yasunaga is the wolf, one of the wolves, but he thought the other one was Haru, but it wasn't, it was actually Tae. And um, so he first he he so they, they have weapons, he gets a weapon, he gets a stick, and then uh, Chiami has a, a knife. And um, and they get there and and they're like ready to throw down and Yasunaga's like you you already eventually like they basically like yell at each other for a while and then Yasunaga finally says yeah I am the wolf but it's too late you already lost and um, Tae reveals herself as the other wolf and as they reveal themselves Haru reacts to this admission with joy and excitement and. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tae says, well, this is the, the true story of the, the feast of the Yomi Purge. She says, one night, the the people in, Kami, in Kamifujiyoshi got drunk and, and I heard this from them, the real story. Um, 
And and she says, and that is that the four guardians and the people were on the side of the Yomi, not the wolves who were on the side of the Yomi. And the wolves were the ones, like the only ones left, and they were trying to stop them. So basically, it's true. All the other people are the bad guys and the wolves are the good guys, actually. Sure. And that the wolves are summoned by Shanae to purge the Yomi, all of the people and all of the guardians. And, um... I wrote down the the thought that Haraki has, which is basically it was a holy war for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that that line is what makes me think that Tai has uh, was a wolf in a previous round, and because she she believes this now, so that that's what makes me think that. So maybe the old man then is actually the Haru character, right? Possibly. You, nah, I guess not. I don't, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because Haru's kind of like, well, I got to get killed. Like, I'm he, happy. He could have been the other wolf, but he, you know, and he was driven insane by what he had to do. I don't sure. know. Sure. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out, I'm sure, exactly what happened. But uh, but Tai says basically that they had to kill the people in order to save them. That, like, killing them was... Um, mm-hmm. I think this is a satisfying reveal because we talked a lot about you know what what is going on here with the wolves are they body snatching do the people are are the people still real do they still think like they're supposed to do and it's just revealed here that they're basically been blessed with knowledge and that's what gives them the drive to start killing other people i mean if you believe it they're still they're still the same people they're just they've been blessed with knowledge i mean keep in mind that knowledge again it doesn't have to be like true you know what I mean? Yeah. That like, oh, the wolves actually are the good guys. It's just it's just that they believe like that's maybe yeah. what drives them to kill, right? Like Haru wasn't even visited by the wolves. She believes because she saw it in a dream. And then she started talking to Yasunaga and Yasunaga started working on her to kind of leave hints that yes, the dream was true. Haru is basically the character that um a human but a win condition is that the wolves win. Yes. Yeah, well she's the traitor. She's the yeah. traitor, yeah. Oh, okay. It confirms that the wolves know each other. Yeah. Yeah, it, it still doesn't explain some things, like how does protecting someone work? I think they specifically, like, it may not have been, like, directly addressed, but I think it was Haruaki who says something like, well, the wolf would probably do this instead of wasted attack. So I think if they try to go after somebody who the spider protects, they just don't get to go that night. But how, how does it work physically for them? Oh, well, they said, like, in the first feast, right? Like, that you, like, you, like, write someone's name down and you put it under your pillow? Yeah, but then mm-hmm. then the wolves try to kill that person and they can't. But why can't they? Like, mm-hmm. in the actual real world. Yeah, my best guess is maybe, like, the, the like, residents that they're inside will be physically locked. Or I don't know, maybe they're spirited away to... Uh, uh, in, in, in that case, I mean, everyone locks themselves in. So how are the people who they do kill, why... Uh, the doors open. I, I'm yeah. going to say that if you're a werewolf and you try to attack somebody who the spider protected, you just the attack fails, and then if you try again, then the corruption gets but how you. How does it fail? Well, I I don't know. Magic shit happens. I guess they can't open the door. Yeah, because my guess is still that there are no real magic things here, uh, except for the the looping and the werewolves. 
And yeah, and the giant ass monster werewolves with the glowing eyes. Yeah, I, I think we're going to end up with some kind of Professor Layton bullshit about how this is all scientific in some way. <laughs> oh uh, no. No. That would be, I would actually be impressed at that, actually. <laughs> Come on. No, you would have to explain a lot. You would have to explain how the corruption turns people into goo. Kami Fujiyoshi has to be involved if that's the case, for sure. Like the, the other city, they have to be, have taken take a more active role. I'm into this theory now. Like the other city is, is like a whole bunch of like levers and gears of, hiding people and stuff like that. We released we release, released the X virus, which only turns you into goo if you break this certain set of rules. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope it's not that detailed. I hope it's not like fully augmented environment or whatever the fuck, because that would be really that cheesy. Would be, yeah, wouldn't like that. Um, so, importantly, what ha- the next thing that happens is Haruaki is like, hey, Haru, you know you're gonna die, right? Like, you're a human. Like, they're gonna kill you. So, like, why would you vote against us? Like, why would you side with the wolves? Um, but turns out, she's totally into it. That yeah. This is a good reveal. It's like, so fucking what? She's horny for being killed by Yasunaga. She wants to, she, like, wow. Like, I feel like I... Like, I kind of, because of the way that she dresses, I thought from the very beginning, I wonder if she's going to be that type of character, but I didn't even want to voice it because I thought it was an offensive opinion to have. What? (laughs) Like, she just has that, she just has that vibe. I saw her and I was like, oh, I bet she's going to be the one that's horny for death. And wow, wow. I thought we'd only have like one of those reveals each time. And I thought Kaori was, was this one's reveal. I don't, maybe oh I just watched too much, mer- like. No, I mean that—that's a—that's a trope. Being horny for death. Yeah, like in uh, like in Kakegurui, there's a there's a character that also dresses really over the top and tacky, Midori, um, and she is also horny for death. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's just a thing. Dress ta- dress tacky means you're horny for death. Yeah, but w- would she be that way if she didn't get the dream that told her that the wolves were correct? Well, for the good guys. I wonder how she like what it. What was that? What was that dream? Like why? Wait, important question. Slang wise, can you be thirsty for death? Um, hmm. I mean, sure, but it doesn't sound as funny as saying horny for death. Mm, okay, just asking. Anyway, bone down with the reaper. What? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- thirsty for death doesn't. We'll work. O- we'll workshop. Doesn't this. quite roll off the tongue the same way. Anyway, um, so but yeah, I do wonder what her would have been like if she hadn't had that dream, because it's kind of implied that she's just going to go along with whatever Yasunaga says anyway. But like, why? Why did she have that dream? Like, what? I, I'm guessing it's like they choose somebody who, you know, they're the human, but they can choose to, to be the traitor, I guess. Maybe there is a traitor role. I don't think there's an actual traitor role. I think maybe the th- maybe there's a uh, a werewolf power maybe that makes them have that dream or something like that. But I think even that's a bit of a stretch. I think she was she's just you know on wants to be with Yasu. The way that she says it when she says after my grandpa died I had this dream. The implication is that like that her grandfather showed her this information. Oh, that was a while ago. Like yeah. that he. It was, it was the same night that he was killed, and then she woke up. In the morning, all crept out and tried to run away. Uh, that, yeah. That's why she tried to run away because she suddenly knew that she was on the run side. Oh, so yeah. maybe when the spider dies, 
then like the werewolves get to choose somebody to have a dream or something. Oh, maybe he was uh, always protecting her, and like that's an effect of the when the spider dies and you're being protected. Well, it was supposed to protect Dr. Takumi because we needed. Yeah, but I mean, he might. He's probably going to protect his granddaughter, right? I don't know. I don't know. We need to read the patch notes. We'll have to. <laughs> we'll have to see if anybody else has a weird dream. Like I just. I feel like this. Like. It can't be just like a coincidence that she just like had like she was just wishful thinking or something like that, you know? Yeah, it would be kind of a big like a hand wave if this just meant, well, we needed somebody to turn traitor. So this is why. While we're on the spider, though, I want to talk a little bit strategy here because it's actually bad to to agree on what this who the spider is protecting this time because you're you're just giving the the werewolves information of who not to attempt your kill on. So they're still getting a guaranteed kill rather than a fractional chance of a kill. Yeah. Well, so never, never follow the agreement if you're the spider. Well, it seems like a bad move, but... But it was a bad move to reveal the snake, so, like, on the first day. That- well, yeah, if the snake outs himself, then you don't really have a choice if you're the spider. It's like, well, that's our information role. Yeah, the spider should just be quiet the whole time. And or either that or always lie about who they're going to protect to make, mm-hmm. to, you know, to like, in a way, protect two people. Yeah, it gets into a kind of mind game where it's like, OK, if the werewolves think that I'm going to protect the snake every night, I need to try and find the second best target, which would be the person that I think that they would attack. But it depends on how the protection works, because if the protection is like you can't unlock the door, then they're just going to go around and try to unlock all the doors. Right. Like it doesn't it depends on how if it really like ruins their attack. Yeah, which is why I think if a werewolf tries to do the attack and he realizes that they can't do it, then they have to just go home. Otherwise, the spider yeah. wouldn't make sense. Yeah. yeah, it's a question of whether it nullifies the attack or nullifies the the knight's attack, I guess. I wonder what it does. Like, if they... I, I, well, presumably we're going to see a botched attack in this game because it's too cool not to. And I wonder right. what it does to the wolf... Well, I think we're going to see like every possible permutation of like, the yeah. rules and what yeah. they do. <laughs> I hope so. The rules are too flimsy to not show it. They kind of showed like sigils for all the guardians and like the spiders was like kind of a cocoon looking thing. So maybe if somebody tries to get attacked, then like the wolf gets magically repelled by like a cocoon. Well, what I would think is it would if like we're really going full magic on this, like the house that they're in is covered in a cocoon that night. But then it would make it obvious. Well, yeah, then the werewolf would be like, well, the spider's there. Fuck that. Hold on. Real werewolf, you know, if, you, if you're if you a wolf, you try to kill somebody and they're protected by the spider, right? Like, you don't know who the spider is or anything, but you know that much. Well, you know your attack fails, basically. Is gotcha. Because that, that person is still alive tomorrow. Got it. So, okay. So, right, the only ways it could really work, then, is that you have escaped the attack and it's all like within the game context you know what i mean like you might not even know you were protected by the spider is that that's also the way it works in werewolf yeah well it depends on the game sometimes they'll be like you were attacked but someone protected you i see or or sometimes it'll just continue as normal so either you escape or the wolf is like somehow like compelled or changes their mind you know what i mean yeah like it's i don't think it's gonna be like there's a force field and the wolf was like shit or maybe it's something like the werewolf attacks and they do their, you know, bloody murder and they think that they've gotten away with it. But then when they wake up the next morning, the person is just not dead. Right. Yeah. 
And you, yeah, and by the next morning, you'll see, like, I guess, and now you're like, what the, how, what are you doing here? I mean, yeah, of course you're here. Why wouldn't you be? Because that would, that would stop the werewolf from going around and just doing another attack, because then if the person wasn't protected, then they'd be breaking the rules. Yeah. Maybe that's what the big werewolf actually is that, that Haraki saw. Like, it's just that standing in front of someone's door. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, like, the big werewolf was, was like the referee. That's like watching yeah, all the other werewolves and making sure that they don't break the rules. Before we get like too deep into theory weeds, maybe we should finish the oh, reading. Yeah. Then we can. Yeah. So, 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 so uh, after they realize that they have lost, uh, Yasunaga like takes up a sickle, which also shows up weapon get. Um, and uh, Chia- and he starts to like take a step toward Chiemi and like he, he basically leaves himself open for a split second and Haraki realizes that he is leaving himself open on purpose to give Haraki a chance to overpower him, which he does um, basically because he cares about Chiemi and he wants to give them a chance to escape. Yeah, the, the entire thing about how um, if someone tries to escape and you know that and you don't um and you don't like stop them from escaping, then you also open for, for the corruption. It's almost like you try to escape yourself. So he's, he's doing like a game here where um, he's giving Haruaki an opening, so he would be the only one open for the corruption. So the other ones aren't seen as letting people escape. It's interesting. Yeah. So it's it also like it also shows that. Um... Like he that he has some he still has some awareness, right? It's not it's it's it truly is not that they have they haven't been taken over by anything. Um like they they are still themselves and they still like feel things for the people. One thing that comes up a lot, right. a lot is that Yasunaga really doesn't like to lie, so he tries to avoid actually lying as much as he can. Yeah. And Haraki's like, if you could if you could have lied better, you would have you would have been way better at this. Yeah. I mean he's still won. <laughs> He's the one. Um, so they they take off running. They run to the river, and um, uh, they get when they get to the river. Chiemi and Mako can both hear that the wolves are coming after them, but Haruaki can't seemingly because um, he is outside of the game, presumably still. And um, they they run toward the riverbank, and they like expect to hit the river, but they they don't. They just keep being on the riverbank and they keep running and they keep not getting to the river. Yeah. Like the fog is super thick. They can't see where they're going. Um, They can't even see each other. Yeah, they can't see each other. And they're going by like the sound of the water running on the riverbank and they just never get there. And in true visual novel fashion uh, of this type of story, Haraki is like, oh, am I experiencing the walking in circles phenomenon that people have when they get lost in the mountains? And I was like, okay. Um, And it has a name I don't remember. Um, They gave it a name, but that's... I I tried to Google that name. That's not... It's like wander lung or something like that. It's, oh yeah. Well, there's that, and also Hadaraki used the word torpor, which nobody uses that word. <laughs> well, he is a graduate student. Oh uh, well, yeah. He has played a lot of Resident Evil. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, they they keep running basically out da- alongside the river, like down the river, and um, Chami is like. The reason you can't get past the river is because I'm with you. Like I can't, I can't leave. Um, so she's assuming that Mako can still leave because she's an outsider. Um, and uh, 
So he is like, I'm not, I'm not letting you go. And um, he pulls her close and kisses her. Um, but she is also beginning to transform into a Yomi Bito, I guess. She's covered in, in rash and blisters and like starting to disintegrate. Uh, mm-hmm. But he kisses her anyway. And, um, and they keep walking and they keep walking. And um, eventually, Chami completely disintegrates and he's just left holding her hand by itself. And he takes it, puts it in his jacket pocket to take it out. Yeah. Item get. Item get a hand. <laughs> and um, then the, I think it's way more fucked up what happens to Mako just because it's like, yeah, yeah she just gets dragged away. Yeah, she gets disappeared. So Mako, like, she was asleep and she wakes up and she's like, I want to be put down. I want to walk myself. And as soon as he puts her down, she's immediately grabbed and dragged into the mist by a wolf immediately. So, like, if he had been, if he had kept holding her, what would have happened? You know? Yeah, like, she wasn't getting any rashes or anything, at least not on her uh, sprite. Yeah, she wasn't decaying. Um,. So after she's gone, Haraki's finally able to find the river, and he he goes into the river. Um, but the three wolves, three wolves appear in the mist. Three wolves appear in the mist, mm. not two, and uh, they they kill him. And as he's dying, he's like, "Damn, where'd I mess up? I should have been a part of the feast from the beginning." I like that the implication here is that it's because he pulled uh, Chami in for a kiss while she was turned. And, and the way this scene is described is, is really gross and, and messed up. Like he yeah. pulls her in for a kiss and like her lips are all blistery and her skin's turning red and his mouth fills with like bad sour tastes and rusts and blood. Yeah. I think it's to show that he is corrupted by that. Yeah, and the wolves got him because he took in, like, her blood, and now he's corrupted, too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't either. It is kind of, like, a tragic section, though, because, like, you're like, okay, this is our only hope, we're gonna do it, and then you, you, like, pretty quickly realize, oh, this is not gonna work. What can you do now, except, like, be like, oh, no, no, we'll still make it. Also, why are there three wolves? Well, the third wolf is the referee. Mako. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it Haru? Did Haru turn into a wolf in the end? I mean, that I feel like that she should have. Like, she kind of just, like, you know what I mean? Like, in the sense of, like, that would kind of just suck if she was just like, yeah, now you're dead. Like, nah, like, she helped. But she was so horny to die. Yeah, like, I, th- I think she reaps what she sows. Well, no, that's exactly though. The wolves are bad. So they're like, oh, you want to die? Well, we can't have that. We'll make you a werewolf. And she's like, oh, man. I think the wolf creatures with the red eyes are not the wolves from the game. I think these are separate mm. things. Yeah. So I, I think that the like the mystical three-eyed werewolves, like they are different from the people that actually are, are doing the werewolf killing. Like maybe mm, two true, of those yeah. werewolves are like responsible. Like one was responsible for giving Yasunaga like the knowledge. The other was responsible for giving Ty, and maybe the third one is, like, a wolf that doesn't want to play the game, and doesn't, like, try to get anybody. They could just be the Okami, right? Like, they're just the manifestation of the, of the, whatever's going on, right? And they, uh, they're the rule enforcers. And in which- It could be Shinai. 
Oh yeah, like the summoned by summoned by Shinai, and also the um, I mean, going with the the theory that it's all Kami Fujiyoshi, they could just be people from Kami Fujiyoshi that are in <laughs> wolf costumes. Well, that just makes it Scooby Doo. It does. It does make it Scooby Doo. Wow. That theory is terrible. That's the worst theory. But uh, but I think that yeah, I, I I think that I agree that they're like some. They're the rule enforcers of the game, but they're not the the werewolves. Yeah. Can I also say when they were talking about the the wander lung or whatever they called it, where, where you like people walk in circles when they don't have points of reference, I was I was excited about that because that's like one of the first times a visual novel like pulled wow. in weird science where I was like pointing at the screen is like yeah I know that one <laughs> I knew about that before the game told me about it. <laughs> All right. And then, so yeah, so he dies. Game over. Cheap time. Yep. And then we get we get a key, which is actually I'm surprised. We get the key, I think, for the yeah credits too, and it's called Raging Loop. You know, like not the word raging, but Ray, and then Jean in English. I mean, like spell or yeah. spelled mm-hmm. out, Romanized. R e i hyphen j i n so on. Rock hard raging loop. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and this this key, we get key number four, and this key is called Sink Into Nirvana. So what was interesting I found, too, is that, like, um, this key is apparent, I think, for the beginning of the game when Hadaraki is thinking of, like, things and kind of, like, there's, like, one that's locked off, you know, about yeah, his memories. Yeah, trying to remember. I thought, I really thought that would be, like, early you know what i mean like something like late or you know what i mean like later on that's like the, a big reveal at the end but no we get it now ish yeah. i thought it would end up being like the real reason why he broke up with his girlfriend which is like that one of them was a murderer or something but yeah now yeah no. we're a werewolf he's actually used to this so i was kind of with slow beef on this one because on that choice the initial choice I, there are like three or four or five different keys that you need for that choice. And I looked at that and I thought, well, I guess you make that choice when you have all the keys. But I think you just go back when you have the key, one of the keys. No, no, no. That's a different choice. That's a different choice. Yeah. Oh, it's a different choice? We're talking about the the the, uh, the actual, the very first choice of the game where he's like lost with, with his motorcycle and thinks back about yeah. why he went on the trip. Before... Before he even gets to the gas station, yeah, which it, which means the gas station attendant is involved in the future. I hope he's like, "Hey, gas station attendant, come on, we need more humans for this." No, or when he's driving there, he remembers this time he died, but now early before it happens, mm-hmm. and this is what gives him the foreknowledge to go. I have to participate in this feast. And he's like, mm-hmm. "The fuck am I talking about?" Then he arrives at the village, and he's like, suddenly, like, "Oh, that's what I must have been talking about." You know what I mean? Yeah. So he'll well, the next next time he still crashes his bike, though. <laughs> next time, we'll we'll find out the second loop how much knowledge does he have and how well is he able to apply it so if he remembers everything perfectly he still has to act in a way that everybody is going to believe him right so he can't he can't quite play his hand he can't like show up and be like I already know what's going to happen Cassandra syndrome baby he's like no I'm the real snake I, I investigated everyone already I hadn't even thought about this like, because we were talking about last time where it's like, well, the werewolves can't be all the same people because, you know, Hadaraki would just know who everyone was. And it's like, that's not the point. 
you have to be able to convince everybody of that. Mm. Some 12 monkeys shit, baby. Mm. Anybody ever see that? Bruce Willis? Not a wonderful movie, but you know. There's only two monkeys in this game. (laughs) That's why it's not 12 monkeys the game. But maybe there's six loops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would equal 12 monkeys. That's math. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, for next time, um, I'm a little conflicted here. Uh, My initial thought was that we're going to read until... um, Haruaki is back in um, Yasumizu and he goes to bed on his first night in Yasumizu. But now I'm thinking maybe we should read until the first um, feast, just until the first feast begins, because it gives us a little more stuff to discuss. We should read up until exactly the point where Divac stopped reading, um, which is just before the, second, the first feast. So yeah, so okay, so so we stop when the feast, the, the first feast of the second loop begins. Um, you are going to die a couple of times in this reading. Uh, there are some necessary deaths there, there, and you'll get some more keys. <laughs> there are also some deaths you can skip, so if you want to read them, just try to pick the option that um, that you think is going to, to get you killed, and it will. <laughs> Do we need to get deaths? I'm sorry? There, there are some that are necessary. You will get them. It's pretty linear. So the ones that you uh, absolutely must get, you will get. There are also some optional ones there that, that are very quick. Um, and yeah, I, I also recommend that when you die, you um, listen to the hint ship because he has some interesting things to say. Oh, I've been doing that every time because he's funny. Yeah. Oh, I've been skipping him. He's just talking about how you died and what it means, and is giving some wolf theory, like werewolf theory. I say. Teach you how to be better at the game of werewolf. Yes, you'll be a werewolf master at the end of this. This is this is a, a fun a fun game. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. When when I, when we were doing the first session, I I'll be honest, I was sort of like eh, I'm not too into this, but I, I've I've quickly turned around on that. I I didn't dislike it. I was kind of like okay, this will be fun, and not but now I'm like kind of like definitely interested in it. I'm I'm very much into the second loop now because I'm reading ahead, and it does interesting stuff that I didn't think would we would see. Like yeah, um, we're gonna find out straight away. Oh. It does interesting stuff. Yeah, just lore right off the bat. All a lot more lore about this whole area, which is exciting. Doesn't answer any questions. Does it? Does it explain like the Shintoism parts that we need to know? That won't be know. next time. It would be, I think, the the the, the one after that. We will get some Shinto okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fun, and we get we get. Wondering what pre research I need to do. Like, go to refresh your memory about Izanagi and Izanami. But if you're if you're listening, since we haven't reached the like cutoff point quite yet, where it's like stop streaming if you're streaming this game. So if you're thinking like, oh, maybe I want to play this game, like you should you should really get it and play it. It doesn't take that long to get through it. It's easy to get through um, before we start to spoil things for you by talking about the rest of the game. It's very mm-hmm. easy to get into. Yeah, you're just reading. It's very good for theory crafting too, if you're that kind of person. Yeah, which is what this whole podcast is about. So presumably you are. Yes. All right. So next next time, uh, read read until right before the first fees of the, the second loop. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happens. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. There's no law. I mean, the Amabito won't kill it, or will they? It's true. The, if, if, if you don't read past, if you read past the thing. Yeah, if you don't read 
if you don't read the reading by the time we make the next video, you will turn into goo. Anybody hearing yeah, this? You will be taken by the corruption. So just bear that in mind. Until next time. Awoo. Awoo. <laughs> I can't believe we're awooing. Awoo. Oh,